Hello and a very warm welcome to episode 46 of the Sussex by the Sea podcast, a podcast about all things Hastings United. I'm your host Chris Laverick and on the show today we've got Simon Stoddard. Simon, a long-time Hughes fan, he helped create the long gone but not forgotten Ghost of United fanzine, but also gives his acerbic insights into his gut feeling column that's an institution in our matchday programme. We go on from there to talk about his love of this great club of ours, deadlines, and the online versus print conundrum. Also on the show, we have our ever-wonderful fan roundtable, and it's a good one this week. Enjoy, Hastings fans. And now over to Simon Stoddard. The most important thing is I can hear you, Simon. Okay, mate. Oh, hang on. There you go. You sorted it. Ah. That, that that was completely accidental. <laughs> well, I did that, but <laughs> perfect. I'm here. I'm here. What what it was, Simon, is you got a gut feeling, eh? Hey, hey, how I've led uh, into that's, that. That that's what it is. Gut feeling. Let's yeah. press that button and see what happens. Yeah, <laughs> right. Okay, okay. Far away, Chris. Far Thank away. You. I'm here Thank now, mate. No, lovely, lovely. Right. Well, I have the wonderful pleasure of having Simon Stoddard here, who writes an excellent column in our wonderful Hastings United programme. Personally, myself, I'm a big fan of printed programmes. I've done videos before for this podcast about trying to keep the printed programme. So I'm, I'm all for yeah. keeping it going. So, But I've got Simon here. I want him to talk about his uh, regular piece. But first of all, Simon, how did you how did you first become a Hastings fan? Should we kick it off from there? Oh, of course. Well, it goes back many years. It goes back about... 45, 46 years, the mid-70s, um, where I hadn't been in Hastings that long. Um, and I just, used to, I, I used to buy the Hastings Observer and uh, I used to read the sports page. And uh, Hastings United Mark One were knocking around then in the old Southern League. And uh, I kept meeting the reading the match reports and so on and so on. And I kept thinking, I'm a, I, I must get up there and have a look, see what it's like. And yeah. uh, I eventually got up there. O- October 1976, wow. I went and watched uh, Hastings United versus Ramsgate uh, in an FA Cup tie. And uh, United won 2-0. I sat up in the main stand and I loved it. And mm. uh, I was hooked. And uh, the, the addiction started from then. Uh, 45 years now, wow. it's a long time, but there's, there's people I know who've been going up there 50, 60 years. I know people who've been going up there a lot longer than me. I'm a boy compared to some, <laughs> believe me. I, I do know, old Clive, there's Clive Stunt, lovely old boy who's been, mm. he, he's in his 80s now. He still goes to games home and away, and he's been following them for at least 65 years. Oh, so, brilliant, brilliant. Yeah, fantastic support. So that's how you got the bug. So you've been following for many years. How did the whole program gig come about? How did that? How did that come about? I, I got. It started writing stuff. Started with, with with the old fanzine, actually, the Ghost of United fanzine, which uh, I first came across in. I think it was around 1992, 1991, something like that. Uh, saw a couple of lads standing outside the game one match day, um, blogging this magazine in a red cover, 
the ghost of United, it was called, and 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 the fanzines were just getting going in those days. And, yes, uh, remember those days, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and Hastings United and Hastings United had had their own, and uh, Dave, it was Dave Moore and Steve Weeks were the two guys involved. Um, Steve is Steve now lives out in Sweden. Uh, I haven't seen him for years. Mm. Uh, Dave, funnily enough, I saw him uh, just the other day at the Cray Valley game mm. for the first time in years. Uh, so he's 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 still in Hastings. But I got I got involved with the fanzine and uh, started writing stuff for that. And I eventually took it. I eventually took it on and yeah. produced it myself for about nine years. And um, then I got involved in. I was asked if I wanted to write something for the program. Hmm. Simon, was that after the, the the fanzine stopped, or did you then pass that over to someone? Or no, I, 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 if I recall correctly, I think I managed to do both at the same time. Um, Jesus, uh, it, very uh, quite challenging, really, because yeah, when, when you write a fanzine, uh, you call a spade a spade. You say what you like. But in a in a in a in a program, you've got to be a bit more politically correct. <laughs> and um, I, I remember agonising a couple of seasons. I remember agonising a couple of seasons ago when I was putting together my my gut feeling thing for yeah. a, for a home game, uh, whether to use the word bollocks or not. <laughs> Can I use the word bollocks or not? Uh, and yeah. Uh, I thought, yeah, bollocks do bollocks. I will because uh, <laughs> I will. Because Jurgen Klopp used it, you know the Liverpool boss. He he, he used it in a BBC interview. There you go. I thought, well, if it's good enough, Green for the B- if it's good enough for the BBC, yeah, they got you, got it. If it's good enough for the BBC, it's good enough for the Hastings United program. So I used the word bollocks, but I agonised over that. I agonised over that, but I eventually decided to use it in the fanzine. Anything goes. Yeah, anything goes. Yeah. Uh, but but with the program, I, I, on and off, I've been doing stuff for the program for about oh, I don't know twenty twenty or twenty five years, Blimey. I suppose. When I think about it, back in the early days, we used to print it ourselves at the pilot field. Oh, okay, in, in, yeah. In the secretary, yeah, yeah, in the secretary's office, in Tony Cousins' office, uh, underneath the main stand there, uh, there was a printing machine there, small printing machine in the corner. And we used to print our own program. So the Hastings, you know, the Hastings Town program, as it was then, yeah, it, it wasn't a glotty production like most other clubs had, because most, virtually everyone else sent their stuff off to the printers. We did it ourselves. Mm. And, and whilst ours might not have been the glossy production that other clubs had, it it was bang up to date. Mm. It was bang up to date. If, if we had a game on Tuesday evening, it had all the stuff on it from Saturday and Sunday, if there'd been games on Sunday. You, you, you still don't get that with the printed program today with some places. It's just not up to date because because you have to, you've got print deadlines, everything's got to be at the yeah. printers by a certain date. And uh, I, I found this very, very recently with the, when, when Chris Ackerton moved on. And then when Gary Elphick was appointed to replace him, I found exactly that then. I was yeah. writing stuff and it was technically out of date by the, because yeah. other developments had taken place by the time you bought the program on the Saturday. Yeah, that's crazy. But, I know what you're. I know what you're going to talk. I know what. I know what you're going to raise though regarding the program to go digital or not. Yeah. Um, well, I'm going to come to that. 
I'm not. I, I'm. I'm, yeah. I'm very much against digital. So that you. Yeah. But we'll, we'll, yeah, yeah, we'll talk yeah. about that. But no, I, I was going to say, yeah. from our point of view, from the supporters club, we, you know, we print off stuff that we give out, and we do these. Uh, we found this with being out of date immediately. We do these fixture lists, and you know, we had all this fixture yeah. congestion. We we yeah. we we printed something Tuesday afternoon, and by Tuesday evening, two yeah. of the, two of the games were already wrong that we'd printed out yeah. so it's, and then we'd printed like, like a thousand of them and it was just oh my jesus we've oh that's frustrating isn't it yeah S- slightly annoying simon so you just for those who yeah. don't buy the program okay i mean i'm a regular i'm probably i'm 46 some of that era that still buys the program I, not as many buy yeah. them now but luckily yeah at hastings i feel there's a healthy amount of people that do which is good yeah your 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 sort of column gut feelings been going for for donkey's years. I mean, it's a great mishmash of non-league because because we can be in our bubble in Hastings United. You do mention a lot about what's going on outside Hastings United, a bit about the, yeah. the league in general. You know, I was, I was just looking at yeah. through some of my old programs, talking about records for clubs. You know, talk, talking about players who've moved on from the club and how they're getting on, things yeah. like that. That yeah. when you're in that echo chamber of Hastings United you know it's it's for me personally it's nice to just see that oh, oh, oh this guy oh I wondered what he was up to oh he's doing all right and all that stuff yeah yeah and I always like it it's definitely sounds like it's in your language you know there's no you know there's no Stasi that's gone through it beforehand for it before it's been printed no. sounds def- definitely like your words yeah what you what you read it what you read is what I write um uh, and it's it's not. I, I. I don't think any, there's nothing really controversial in there. It's just I try. You try to introduce something that keeps people interested. Mm. Um, it doesn't. It doesn't have to be football. You, 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 they, they, because most most people that go to football, they're interested in other stuff as well. Cricket, rugby, whatever. You know. Yeah. Um, I've, I've got a great working relationship with uh, Paul Hoggard, the program editor. Never met him. Haven't talked to him yet. But this is the internet for you, isn't it? Yeah. It's the internet. It's marvellous what you can do. And there are occasions, many times, when I've written my program notes on my phone from my favourite watering hole in Angeles City in the Philippines. (laughs) I haven't been able to do it recently because of COVID. I haven't been able to get out there for the best part of two years. But I've done my stuff on my phone out there. And... The, the, the things you can do on a phone these yeah. days. It, it, when I, when I think back to to my first days of doing doing this stuff, when I, I bought a secondhand electronic typewriter, an electric typewriter, and I, I thought, wow, check this out. This is yeah. the business, you know. And now you just you'd go to a museum to look at something like that, wouldn't you? Yeah. And you'd just shake your head and think, did we really use those, you know? But at the time, it was the business, you know. Yeah. But going on to where we were with digital and paper programs and so on, yeah. um, I, I do hear what people say about the print. I always buy a printed one. Mm. I always buy. I always do. Uh, wherever I go, and I always buy the Hastings one. I always do. I saw a survey in, uh, I think it might have been in Twitter the other day. I'm sure I've done, I've done a screenshot of it somewhere. Twitter's a... Twitter is a, is a gold mine of information. There's all sorts of stuff in Twitter, isn't there? You, you stumble across yeah. all kinds of stuff. 
And there was this survey about... Not, not always good stuff, like your... but yeah, yeah. No, 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 <laughs> you're right, you're right. You, you've, got to, you've got to take the rough with this. Yeah. But there's all sorts of, there's all sorts of stuff in there. And, and there was this survey about asking people what they thought about uh, programs. Do they want mm. the digital version or the printed paper version? And uh, I don't know how many I don't know how many people have replied to it, but eighty four percent preferred the paper version. So there's an awful lot of people out there who prefer to stick with buying the paper program, and there is something a lot a lot to be said for it. The other side of the coin is, and and I chat with Paul about this, or exchange emails with Paul about it uh, about about going digital. And because it will, it will happen eventually. It will come eventually. Um, is that it makes it, it, it makes it easier for Paul. It would make it easier for me. You don't have to worry so much about the print deadlines. You can change things. You, then there's, there's lots of other things that you could do. I mean, you could have a program with a with a, with a direct link to a video of something that's happened, or video of games, or something like that. The, the, the possibilities are endless. You can do things with digital that you can't do with a paper one. But I do understand why people like buying a paper-printed program. And I, like I said, I always buy one myself. Yeah, I mean, I, I, my personal thoughts, and I've done a, a video recently with uh, Chris Tuck, who's non-league programs on on Twitter. He's a, he does a lot of stuff on that and uh, about saving the printed program. I, I mean, I don't see why we can't yeah. do both, uh, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think people read online programs if they're if they're honest. They like you particularly say your your things like your gut feeling opinion columns. I think they're personally for me. Maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm just I'm just you know I'm one of the ones that are dying off. But I think it's a great read before before match day. Do you know what I mean? I just think it's just that. I suppose it's those traditions, isn't it, that you 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 just get used to. I don't know. I mean, maybe I'm a philistine, uh, Simon, and um, that uh, you know, I I just don't want the internet to take over. Maybe so. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I, well, well. F- f- thanks for the kind words. Thanks for the kind words about the column. I, I love doing it. It's it's always a challenge because there are occasions when I'm trying to fit it in with. With, with work and so on because I'm, mm. I'm, I'm still working on I work on the railway I work shifts uh, 12 hour shifts mm. uh, and sometimes it can be a bit of a bit of a challenge getting it done but uh, Paul asks me to do two pages now it was four but they reduced they, they reduced the size of the well, as you probably know they, they, yeah. uh, they reduced the size of the program a, a season or two ago um, so that, that, that in a way made it easier for me but uh, Every every program is the same. I I I'm, I, I will start thinking. Oh, ooh, right. Okay, I've got to start. <laughs> I've got to cobble together the next program. What am I going to write about? What am I going to What yeah. am I going to waffle on about this time? And by the time I've got it all done, I'm leaving stuff out because there's yeah. all there's always stuff about. And I'm sure well, you you'll have seen. You know, if if you read as you read it regularly, yeah. you'll see that I I I. I, I, I grab stuff off the internet i grab stuff off twitter or wherever wherever i see it i think oh that looks good i'll I'll, I'll have that and and of course again this is where this is where you can combine digital with the 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 printed thing because i can just do a screenshot of something 
cobble it together and uh, send it off with the email to Paul, and, and the next thing, it's appearing in a printed program. Uh, so it's a it's it's clever what you can do these days. And, I, I, uh, I, I did like that screenshot you put on. What was it? The uh, the man who he was in his own search party. Can you remember that one? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, that did I don't know how long he was one. in the search party <laughs> before he realised they were out there looking for him. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. to do with football. football so oh, what? Let's have a laugh, you know. No, yeah. no, no, that yeah. was that tickled me. That did. Yeah, yeah. yeah the, 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 the the internet, Twitter, newspapers, wherever you like. There's so much material out there, mm. and of course, there's stuff going on. There's there's stuff going on at games too. Because what I've started doing now is, is keeping an eye out for what other clubs are doing with regard yeah. to the programs. And uh, very recently. I went to the game at Phoenix Sports, uh, digital program, uh, Three Bridges on Saturday, digital program. Uh, there's more and more clubs leaning towards that, and uh, we, we will eventually go that way too, because there is the cost as well. I don't, I don't know how much United mm. spend on It all costs money. Yeah, you, you broke up a little bit there, um, Simon. You were just saying, I, I think I heard what you were saying. You were saying that, that, that obviously there's a cost price to printing and that's why a lot of clubs are going to online yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Just... I, I, I think cost cost plays a part in it uh convenience um yeah it it, it is easier uh, i'm sure to go digital um uh, and it's not I, better I, I, I simon it's not better eh? It's not better to go. I to I know. I I I I do uh, hear what you uh, say. And, what, what's and that I, Charlton Eston comment quote? That quote that only through my cold dead hands will you stop? Yeah, the <laughs> that's it. That's it. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. That's it. That's it. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Well, it, it programs will carry on as they are for for, for a while. Yeah, I'm, of course they will. Yeah, but I, I think things will eventually. I think eventually we're, we're going to go. We're going to go digital. I, I, I've thought. I have thought about reviving the fanzine. I mean, there, there are people. There are people that uh, say it would be good to see the fanzine. Yeah, lo I'd love that because to I happen. did enjoy doing that. I'd love to contribute. Yeah. I'd love that to happen. But it, it, well, it's easy saying it, and then there's another thing getting it together, isn't there? So. It's fine. It's it's finding the time to do Absolutely, it and so yeah. on. And uh, the, 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 it was always it was always great fun standing outside the ground mm. with my little table, flogging flogging stuff. And I always used to make sure the club got some money from it as well. Uh, so everyone was happy. I covered the printing costs, and uh, I think for the last couple I did, I actually did them on the photocopier at work and got got away with that. I don't, I don't know if I'd get away with it now. <laughs> this was a long time ago. The, the last yeah. fanzine was out in 2003, I think. I think it was our the very disappointing relegation season of 2002-2003. Mm. Um, it was around that time, I think, the, the fanzine came to an end. I'll, I'll, I'll just get into the time where I just didn't have the time to yeah. to, 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 to keep keep going with it. And, and I, I, it eventually stopped, as as a lot of them do. But uh, yeah, there's a, there's a there's a there's a lot of stuff to write about out there. Mm. But the, with the program, you have to think a little bit more about the, the correct thing to say. You've got to be a little bit more careful about what you say. 
But I'm not glad you put, like it. Anyway, not just put any, there. not just put any old bollocks in there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I, I did. I agonised over that. I thought, mm, can I use this word or not? Yeah, and I did. Yeah, if it was good enough for the, if it was good enough for the BBC, it was good enough for the yeah, absolutely. For Simon, it's excellent. Just yeah. actually, just quickly though, has anyone ever in all your years been there, sort of tried to question anything you put in there, or that you can't say something? Have yeah. you ever had that issue? Yeah. Oh, have, yeah, yeah, I've had some. I've had some people tell me that um, I'm writing bollocks. Yeah, we use that word again <laughs> in a different context. I have been accused. Yeah, I, but you, you know, you, you, it doesn't matter if you're writing for a little semi-professional club's fanzine, whatever. You know, you're putting yourself on a pedestal, and people are going to mm. have a pop at you if they don't if they don't agree with what you say. And uh, mm. there, are, of course, there are times when you get it wrong. You know, yeah, yeah. this and that and the other, but. I think half the secret is just, uh, oh, yeah, okay, I, I got that wrong. Uh, Apologise if you have to, or stand your corner if you, if you think you're right. If you're not you right, know. yeah, if you're right, you know. no apology. Yeah. I, 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 remember, I remember Mick Mapleston, who, who took the club over after Mark Gardner, the first of our lottery winners all those years ago, hmm. after he moved on, Mick Mapleston took over. Uh, and... Uh, he saw something that I'd written in the in the in the fanzine at the time, mm. and he was extremely unhappy with it. But he got completely the wrong end of the wrong end of the stick, and and I don't think I ever did convince him that he. I was actually what I can't remember yeah. exactly what I said about it now, but it was I was actually paying him a compliment. <laughs> but he got completely the wrong end of the stick, and he, he wasn't happy about what I wrote. So you you've got to take the rough with the smooth yeah. when, when you're writing stuff like that. But. Um, the, the fanzine was great fun, uh, but I, I, I like doing the program too. And uh, two different challenges there. Yeah. yeah. Well, and long may it continue. I mean, are you any any thoughts about hanging the hanging the pen up, or are you going to carry on and? No, not yet. Them? I'll keep I'll, I'll, I'll keep I'll keep soldiering on with it. Um, when this COVID business clears up, and when the Philippine borders reopen, I'm, I'm hoping to get out there, and I'll be out there more than I am here. Yeah, uh, I, I hate this time of the year for a start. Of course, the trouble is you miss the football, but you can keep up. You can keep up with it, can't you? Because yeah. the, 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 this, this internet thing, you know, it's, yeah. it's a it's a marvelous piece of kit. And uh, out in the Philippines, you've got a seven or eight hour time difference depending on what time of year you're out there. Mm. And um, an evening game here is kicking off at three forty five in the morning out there. But I, I I never have any problems staying out that late, so it's like I can always find somewhere to watch to follow the game, you know. And yeah. It won't be long, but it won't be long. It won't be long before maybe you you'll be doing a, a film commentary on a game and and post and streaming it live. It, it, it will eventually maybe, come. Maybe, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But there's nothing like standing behind the goal, is there? there there's nothing to beat that. It's oh just, no, just enjoying the game. Yeah, no, absolutely. There's nothing like being there. There's nothing like being there. Well, this Simon, just again, look from 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 my heart, great great little piece, gut feeling. I hundred percent recommend anyone that walks in that bloody ground. Get your program. Turn straight to the gut feeling. We need to hear what Simon's gut feeling is. It's always entertaining, always entertaining and informative. But also, he's spoken about the fanzine 
if we could get that started again, that would be fantastic. And that's maybe another conversation for another time. Simon, yeah. thanks Absolutely. very much for your time and have a good no evening, problem, sir. Mate. And I'll see you at the game. No. You, yeah, abso- absolutely, yeah. Tomorrow night, we'll be there. Yeah, be there, mate. You take care, Simon, yeah? Cheers now, mate. It's the Big Walk. As part of Walk and Talk Men's Mental Health, there's been a walk arranged from Eastbourne to Hastings. Saturday, 27th of November, Walk and Talk Men's Mental Health hosts walks across the country. Come be a part of the nationwide men's movement, getting men out, walking, talking and being active. Join up and help your fellow man. For this walk, contact by email, which is theproperblokesclub at gmail.com or try that Twitter at blokesclub or by phone on 07 397 501 110. The email again is theproperblokesclub at gmail.com. Try that Twitter at blokesclub and that mobile again is 07 397 501-110 Saturday 27th of November Don't miss it Hey Hughes fans It's that time of year again It's Mick and Jules HUFC Christmas Quiz Friday the 3rd of December Be there by 7 for a 7.15 start Venue is the HUFC Sports and Social Club and the cost is £20 per team and there's a maximum six people per team. Please book in advance. The online ticket link will be in the description in this week's podcast. Just give it a click. Or please visit the Hastings United Fans Facebook page and ask there. It's always a cracking quiz and a great get-together. Please, please, please get those tickets now before they're all gone. So remember, that's Mick and Jules HUFC Christmas Quiz Friday, 3rd of December, HUFC Sports and Social Club. See you there. You say you need a plumber? You also want them to be members of the finest team in Sussex, if not the world? Well, it's not a monster, it's GNS Mechanical Services for all your plumbing needs, covering all the southeast, even Whitehawk. Give that man Gary Elfrick a call on 07793 125 571 that's 07793 125 571 you won't be sorry and now it's that time again for the SBTS fan roundtable a big shout to Leon Johnny Wills Robbie George and Flat White Andy for making it happen. And I'm just tired from work, so it's that time of year, Christmas is coming. So. Yeah, I forgot what work do you do again? Uh, uh, postman. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, I know about all you lot, mate. It's like window yeah. cleaners. You're filthy, <laughs> You're filthy you lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you, you weren't playing at Hornway, George. Uh, I was playing the annoying drum, wasn't I? That's what I do. You haven't sent me the thing for the... What, the songs for James Hull? No, no, I'm not. You ain't, you, none of you lot are going to do that. I've given up on that. Right. <coughs> oh, here he comes. Drum roll, everyone. Come on there. Mr. Wills. Let's go, Wills. We've, we've got him. Let's go, Willsy. Let's go.
The only thing I can say, I, I, the only thing I think up for James was something, I, I had a rhyming couplet, which is along the lines of, he lives near the ground, his carbon footprint sound. <laughs> 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 but if anyone can do anything with that. <laughs> that is that's the sort, of uh, sort of thing they sing at Forest Gray, isn't it? I thought, yeah. <laughs> I thought that was pushing it a bit for a football chant. Oh, that's that's a, it's make it happen. That's, that's <laughs> there you go. We've got the chant sorted. There we go. <laughs> Call the podcast off. I say we've got the chant. Remember um, in the car to Uckfield, Robbie. We're talking about writing sonnets rather oh, than yeah. <laughs> That's your first one. That it reminds me of actually one of the first things I want to talk about. It, that was almost a come to Jesus moment for me there. When <laughs> I walked into the ground, funnily enough, yesterday, I had another come to Jesus moment where. Lee and Christine were by the uh, ramp by, as we went into the bar. And uh, I'm like, you, you're right, Lee? And he, and he said, he's Jesus. And I'm like, eh? And he goes, yeah, no, no, I'm Jesus Christ. And I'm like, all right, then, could you please uh, forgive me for all my sins? And Jesus forgave me for all my sins. So um, I feel like a new man. Just so you know, just the, okay. just the sort of things that happen. I, I, I didn't think we'd have the saviour following Hastings away, but there you go. We have the saviour following Hastings away. Who knew? Lee is not Lee. He is Jesus. So did you get some fast track arrangement then, Chris? He just, honestly, he grabbed my hand. Do you know, like the, like the Pope would grab your hand or, you know, like the Pope. Did you kiss his ring? Did you kiss Lee's ring? That is the important question. <laughs> this is what I didn't do. I should have kissed Lee's ring. I was just in awe of Jesus. And, uh, well, I don't know where we can go from there, but only downwards. Um, well, shouldn't you go down him? Okay, let's get, get in a bit crass. A bit of a crass there. So. Right then, I think we've had a good week this week. Oh, I've got the lovely uh, Flat White Andy, Leon, John, Robbie, George. I'm awaiting others, but we're going to crack on with it. So let's talk Free Bridges. First of all, Free Bridges, I was unable to make that game as I was being a dutiful husband and father. And that's my excuse, and I'm willing to stick to it forever. Um, There's time for everything. There is a time. So um, I believe that Robbie and George were the only ones that made it. Was it just George didn't go. George, it was only this. It was only Robbie. And I did. Of course you went as well, didn't you, Andy? Because you got sort of the car. Well, who wants to kick it off then? Well, let's, let's have a flat white Andy rendition, shall we, from, from, the, from the side view? From the, yeah, from between the dugouts. Very interesting between the dugouts, actually, it has to be said, because you're so close to them. It was quite, um, quite good fun to see, um, to, to see them operating. But, uh, yeah, I thought, uh, well, I thought overall it got better and better and better. And um, I think we, we, we suffered from that. We, we played quite nicely at the start, but didn't really... We had a really good chance early on. I'm sure Tom Chalmers had a really good chance early on. If that had gone in, it might have been different. But when they, they scored that freaky goal and their number, was it their 11, Robbie? Was it 11? Got the goal? Yeah. It was a pot shot from nowhere, wasn't it? Well, he it's had like... a wonderful five minutes. He had a, he's almost got um, booked for fighting with Sam Hasler. Then he scored a goal from almost 30 yards out and then almost broke Tom Chalmers' leg you know, within the space of about five minutes. So um, so that was, he packed a whole game into five minutes. We, we it, did well. The thing I liked... Andy, was it that type of game, though? Was it feisty it game? Or was it just it a single... Once, once he'd gone, 
the game fairly fairly normal. I mean, they dug in. They to be fair, I think they played pretty well. It's for their ten men. They dug in. They still left a couple of men. They left a couple of men out all the time, which which wasn't a nice situation to have to deal with. But we played quite progressively, I think, and and just stepped it up, stepped it up, stepped it up. And the big key was for Jack Dixon scoring that goal before half time. And then the second half, it was fairly one way traffic. And even even Ollie, Ollie Black was making sort of going into nosebleed territory and um, breaking into the opposition half, which I thought was good. That Finn O'Mara had a good, really good debut. In fact, I was convinced he scored the goal from where we were, but obviously Ben Pope must have just got in front of him because he—he was um, one I celebrated. That's all I can tell you. Yeah, yeah. So I still, I still would love to see a video of that. We were convinced it was O'Mara who'd scored it, but you know who cares? I think the moment of the game for me, though, despite all that, was Craig Stone's tackle when they made the breakaway. My God, that was just absolutely sensational. It was like a gazelle in speed. It I was mean, just how he got there, I don't the know. Timing, the timing, everything it was just a thing of beauty. It was just a just a superb, a life-saving bit of work. Yeah, they but started I'm, that they started out on the video, didn't they? They're on the Twitter. I've seen that. That was absolutely brilliant. It, the video doesn't do it justice. The video does not do it justice how good that tackle was. Mm. How far it diagonally came across and covered it off, and he just made it just it was so risky, but you know. Yeah. Just, when, hang on one yeah, second, when, just so you know, right. He diagonally come across. It was so risky. You never know. There might be a, an outtakes that might happen one day. Um, yeah, and so also, you know, where did even, you see even Frankie Howard? <laughs> even Frankie Howard would struggle to get something out of that one, Chris. That line. You'd need to. You need to really chop that one up. Yeah, well, <laughs> I don't have any time anymore. Right, go on. Sorry, sorry but to that's cut a, you know, that's so really that, So the nice thing, I thought they played quicker on Saturday. You could almost see see a little bit of a change in the way they played, and they took it to them. But um, three bridges were really obdurate, would be my posh word of the day for them. We've always but, got to get one. Yeah, but we, we did really well to overcome them, really well, and they just kept on, stuck with it. And, you know, I think we might end up saying quite similar things about last night, actually. There was a lot of similarities. I think yeah. three, three bridges are much more defensive than um, Singapore were, though, because one point, Craig Stowe was halfway through their half, unopposed. Yeah, they were just sitting deep, like the last day CG Animos type of thing. Like we're not moving, it's our goal. And there was loads of half chances. Ball, like not. There was an open goal. The ball just didn't bounce and set for Norley Scott. But the time it did, the defenders got back. A couple of posts, a couple of good saves. Finn O'Malley scored his first touch in Hastings shirt. I'm pretty sure with that cross. Yeah, it was as you say very similar. Good performance. We didn't look like we were going to lose, but to that tackle out of nowhere. Great tackle, yeah. Stoney. Moment of the game, you're right. But so, we always felt like the goal was coming. Always felt like the goal was coming, and it finally did. So, yeah, jolly good away day in a car park. No, I yeah, I I, I did ha- it did feel like they were going to score. Funny place though, Three Bridges. It's just base. I never realised it's just base. It's crawly, isn't it? Yeah, it's a car park. It's just a car park. <laughs> it's a pitch in a car park. You know why they've even given it a different name? I've no idea. Is there any bridges near it? No, certainly not three. Yeah. yeah, barely three fans. That's what I was saying. Was there was there many fans there? Did please, please, Robbie? Did you sing there? You've got more bridges and fans. Please, of course I did. Yeah. Of course I did. <laughs> well done, fella. Well done. Right, have we got any other thoughts on free bridges? I mean, I, personally, me, I was watching the Twitter on refresh all the time, and it was you know, 
Smithy was not pumping out enough information for my liking, but then that's just the stress of when we weren't winning. Um, Leon, John, Georgie, any thoughts on Free Bridges at all? I was, honestly, I've completely forgotten. I was, um, I, I was saying before before this pod started, I was up at Villa Park and I was absolutely wrecked before completely out of my mind. Leon, <laughs> Leon, Leon, I think. Yeah. I, I don't know if I was the only one. We didn't get any of what you just said there. Can you really? Just, again, yeah, yeah, it just cut up. Oh, uh, it, it really was interesting smashed? anyway. Did you get yes. smashed watching Brighton lose? I, I did, yes. You deserve yeah, football it, Football was just a side distraction. <laughs> I completely forgot about Hastings. I'm sorry. That's, well, if we, we now have Jesus at our ground, Leon. So if I'd, love, to I'd Jesus, love to seek his forgiveness, please. Seek his, yes. okay, okay, yeah. Yeah. Kiss his ring. <laughs> Well, there you go. Um, well, I was going to say maybe Christine's kissed you. But no, 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 right. <laughs> no, stop it. That's your fault, John. Right. Um, but yeah, no, you, will, you will be issuing a full written apology to the Church <laughs> of England this time next week. <laughs> Contrite podcaster. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, but uh, Leon, actually, go, going, you went, so you went to at Villa, Villa Brighton, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, at, at Villa Park, yeah. Yeah, what was that like? Yeah. Um, frustrating for the yeah. I do, I do I somehow remember the game. I don't remember the hour before the game. Yeah, it was just frustrating for the Brighton point of view. Really, just it was, it was, I've gone back to the old ways of you know dominating a lot of the ball and not really creating much. Hey ho, my fault. Yeah, for, for watching Brighton game. She yeah, went to a exactly. proper game, mate. Through yeah, bridges. Yeah, I, I should have played for Ecclesham, shouldn't I? <laughs> <laughs> Um, I did see. I saw the goals from the Brighton game, and and we were. I said to Laura, we sat there, the the packed grounds, the manic behaviour of the Villa fans, and I just love that that wild feeling of optimism that sweeps through a club at moments like that, and, and you just know that it's just going to gradually drain away over the course <laughs> of the season. So yeah. you were that you were there at their peak level of um, enthusiasm. Yeah, shame it was in a couple of weeks before, but yeah, hey hi. Yeah, so you picked a pick. Brighton picked a bad one, probably. It was always going to yeah. go that way, wasn't it? But like I said, I wasn't really there for the football. But... Sounds good fun. There you go. Well, uh, moving away from Brighton, uh, George, uh, any thoughts on Three Bridges? Otherwise, we'll move on to the women's win. Just a note on the Three Bridges themselves. There are three bridges over a stream in the area, and that's what Three Bridges is named after. So there you go. There's your, wow. there's your fact. Bring in top quality content to this podcast. A stream. Not even like a. A river or anything, not an, like an inlet. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a tributary. It's not even a proper river. <laughs> um, yeah. is this, are these bridges anywhere near the ground, though? Yeah, everything. Yeah, it's, it's near the near the train station, which is oh, near okay. the ground. Well, the benefit of Andy is there an Audi there. Oh, why it's called the private. News just in. No, I don't know. We didn't because it's so near to Crawley Town Centre. I mean, there's there's just nothing there. There's just literally nothing there. N- not even an Audi. No, no Audi. There's a little. Oh, there's a little. Ah, uh, same thing. Oh, Ooh, that, that, they're fighting words, they are. I missed it. <laughs> I missed it, so I couldn't get it in my notebook. My stopper's book. <laughs> <laughs> right then. Um, um. Well, have we got anyone that went to the women's win? Um, I did. Oh, Robbie, you're yeah. You're, it's so yeah. I love you. I love you, Robbie. Great win. Tell us about it. Now we're into the semi-final. Is it? We are. We're on the semi-final. We're playing Brighton, I believe, at home. I'm not sure on the date, so I can't confirm that. You have to look on the website um, to find the date. 
But um, yeah, it was my memory. It was a very cold day and a very cold performance, to be honest, because mm. both sides did not seem to be liking how lasty cold it was. Never seemed to get going. We seemed to be passing on the back and resort to long balls maybe a bit too much. But overall, despite that, it was still quite a good performance. Still, still controlled the game comfortably. Look, we could, I think could easily got a few more than we did. If they three 0 maybe flatten them slightly. But overall, really good performance. A couple of good goals, and they keep marching on. I can't see anything else but women win the league. So it's all good. That would be nice. I mean, I don't know what I don't know which team Brighton would turn out because their first team is going great guns at the moment. So if yeah, they put up... It's the under-21s. It's similar to the, the men's team do. They put one of their youth teams out yeah. of the Sussex Cup. So it'd be I think Brighton under-21s women's. I could be wrong about that, but I believe yeah. it is them. It will be something like that. But So that'll be a good... So that's a good draw in some ways because it um, gives, gives them a nice little test, doesn't it? Indeed. I think it should be good, good fun. I would recommend yeah. going. I think that'd be a good game. Yeah, I'd imagine that would bring quite a few more. A few more people than normal. Mm. Hopefully, it's a bit warmer. Or well, if not, unless you have Bovril. Because if you don't have Bovril on a Sunday, I was furious. What? They don't I was cold and they had no Bovril. I was livid. That's an outrage. That is an outrage, Robbie. The uh, the end of days. <laughs> yeah. Well, there was the distinct the smell of Bovril in the air last night. But anyway, <laughs> shall, shall, we, <laughs> shall we move on to. The uh, mag- magnificent victory against Sittingbourne. Who wants to crack into that one? Maybe we f- speak to Barrack the Lion-O Leon first, please. Hashtag Barrack the Lion-O. What, what's your thoughts? Because you obviously had your observation post just by the the linesman. What's your thoughts on the game, Leon? Uh, well, I did move around closer to the to the goal. Not quite in with the hooligans because your swearing is a bit, <laughs> a bit much. It's, you know, it's... Fucking disgraceful language, but um, anyway, on the on the game, it was um, for the first twenty minutes we just dominated, didn't we? we yeah. Our passing was fantastic, um, especially down the left hand wing. We had so much time, didn't we? And um, yeah, and then I, I think I think we sort of started making a few sort of sloppy mistakes, and maybe that sort of spurred sitting born on a bit, gave him a bit of confidence, and. I, can't really remember what happened for their goal. I remember seeing yeah, just in, switched off, didn't we? Really, we just... Yeah. For some strange reason, Chalmers got doubled up on. The ball just wellied over the top and Chalmers was a bit isolated. And then I said to Josh, I saw John at half time. I was convinced that their centre forward was just lurking offside right in front of Rogers. And the ball went past him to the bloke who put it in. But it was just it's the sort of goal we're conceding at the moment. We're just sort of getting into the game. We're not scoring when we're getting a good start and then getting caught. So I don't think they'll need me to tell them that. It just seems to be a strange phenomenon at the moment. Heads didn't go down though, did they? No. Even though we went 1-0 down, I I felt we still created without any sort of end product getting in there though, was it? It was, Mm. you know, it was... It was good, good little passages of play. Just that last ball in was the thing that was lacking. I mean, but it was, I was well, you know, I was well entertained. And um, I mean, what do we think of the sending off, first of all? Obviously, that was quite, kind of a bit of a game changer. We're all in agreement that was a red. Yeah, I think it's just, the, it's not necessarily the, the tackle itself. It was the way the tackle was approached and it was reckless. Uh, in the letter of the law, I mean, he's got to send him off. He wasn't going to, though, was he? 
<laughs> the ref was not going to send him off. The line have overruled him. No, I don't think he was going to, but I feel like the way he went in endangered the player. I think um, Ben Pope. I think it was. Uh, I think George, George has got it right. It was the. It was the attitude behind the tackle because Ben Pope went in really hard down on the touchline, and the ball popped out, and and he went off with it. And the bloke hunt just chased him down. He was going to get Lost him it. no matter what. And so it was the, the 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 way he chased him down and leapt at him, whether or not he whether or not he hurt him badly. It was still the intent behind the tackle was was pretty obviously vengeful after not getting given the free kick on the touchline. I think so. Could he could easily have just booked him though? It wouldn't have surprised me if he just booked him. I have to say, would have been annoyed, but it wouldn't have surprised me. Did look like he jumped in a little bit though. Yeah. I mean, that, when they kind of look like they jump in, that's when it's <clears throat> yeah. more than likely going to be a red. I mean, I, I think John, John, you were telling me that when um, obviously Dane was gesturing at the ref, like look at his leg, look at his leg. You were saying that maybe he pinched a, a tomato ketchup sachet from the uh, the vendors and he had smeared it on Ben Pope's leg. That's what you were telling me, weren't you, John? I don't know where you do. I don't think it was me, that came from me, but I did. Remember hearing that. Yeah, I think the studs studs were raised enough, and he was out of control, sliding in. But it was a good, it was a good reaction from Ben, wasn't it? Well, he probably was hurt, but it it drew attention to it. But then it, it seemed to go on for ages before a decision was made, and I probably a little bit of influence from the crowd there. But but yes. Um, it was a turning point, wasn't it? Hopefully, in every game, we're going to have some opponents sent off early on, and that that should help out for the rest of the season. But, but yes, we didn't lose our rag, did we? That's the thing. We didn't lose our rag in that game. So, I mean, I'd prefer us not one, to see the goal before every red card is going to happen for every game. I prefer not to go one nil down yeah. before a red card. <laughs> we put ourselves in trouble by going one nil down, didn't we? Yeah. we? We gave them something to cling on to again. So, you know, that that was the problem. We they they had something to cling on to. So, yeah, made it made it hard for us. And they, there's, these teams are all capable of sitting there, but I mean, the law of averages went against them eventually. Yeah, yeah, you called Andy. You called the right score at half time, didn't you? I did, John. Yes, well, you know yeah. I'm the, the soothsayer. So yeah, what did yeah, you so call? I, you said two one. Yep. Oh. I said I said two all. So I was really disappointed when we scored <laughs> that, that win gonna... and they didn't reply. I, I should really call Andy a different name because long throws don't work, Andy. Well, I do believe that maybe a long throw did work. Uh, yesterday, sir. Uh, one thing I we had this discussion in the stand actually, and I I likened it to that um, probability anecdote where if you put a million chimpanzees in front of a million typewriters, eventually you get the works of Shakespeare, and that was the footballing equivalent of three that. points, mate. Three points. Get out of it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you get Hastings direct, <laughs> <laughs> Georgie? Come on, thoughts on thoughts on the game. Just for me, the big moment of the game, we obviously we just equalised and it was 50, 51 minutes in or something like that. And I remember the ball being, I mean, I was quite, I got quite drunk last night, so none of this is accurate. <laughs> but I remember the, remember the ball being cleared. You weren't that bad. No, but like... Oh, you just, might have carried on probably when I... Yeah, yeah. so... Yeah. The ball was cleared and there was no, there were no free bridges. The free, no... Um, it's 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 it definitely wasn't any free bridges there. 
There were, yeah, there were no... I was disgraceful. The three Bridges players had totally not turned... They didn't turn up last night, three Bridges. Um, so there was no sitting born players at all further forward than up the centre circle. I remember, you, I remember you mentioning that. Yeah, and I remember they, you mentioning that. And the ball like, seemed to dribble back to Louis. And that was 40 minutes to go. And then we just had 40 minutes pretty much of a, a barrage of attacks. And they weren't... And, you know, at that point, I, I thought they did... They did set up to win. I think they're one of the first teams this season to try and, you know, try and come here and actually teams win. Teams aren't scared of us anymore. We've gone for this no, bad it's... little form. Teams aren't scared of us. Yeah, but it was good to see. And actually, it made for a bit of a better game. And um, But at that point, one all, I think you'd, any team with down to 10 men for that long would take a point. It's a fair play yeah. to them. But yeah, it was just at that point, we just realised, well, this is just going to be attack versus defence for the rest of the game. And uh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely brilliant moment. Brilliant moment at the end. Oh, the whole, the whole team. That, that video the clubs put up today on the social media. Absolute carnage celebrations yeah. and the noise as well. The oh, noise is it, was a, it was a proper roar. It was a proper roar, and you can tell the difference between like the equaliser roar and the and the winning roar. Yeah, um, yeah, but absolutely brilliant. And just the players seem so up for it, um, which is wonderful. After like you know two changes in the management, really, or little little shifts. So, yeah, it's brilliant to see they're all up for it. And, and you think some teams have got players that have been there for a long time um, who are like sort of players that get a game sometimes. And and then they've got their sort of best players that they bring in who they're really good but can't always rely on in terms of loyalty. We've got some of the best players in the league and they're the players that are really loyal to the club. So it's not like we've got, we haven't got players who are like, I'd liken to a Kevin Peterson who are oh, he's really good, don't really not really a team player, but he's really good, so we've got to play him. We've got all our best players are the ones that are loyal to the club and want us to do well. So it's um, yeah, it's quite exciting. Yeah. Yeah, the reaction to the goal was quite telling, wasn't it? One thing that I, I thought about I'm, What was the reaction in the main stand, uh, uh Andy? Three light applause. Three people woke up. Three people woke up. <laughs> no, it's it's really yeah. they throw their handkerchiefs in the air. Ah! The atmosphere in there, the there is pretty positive, actually. It has to be said. Yeah. The like I say, it's not going to be the same as behind the goal, but there's definitely you can definitely tell that people are positive. You know, what, I mean, COVID, yeah. COVID positive. <laughs> Yeah, well, quite possibly. Yeah, but no, they're they're you know they're they're no, it's all right. It's all right. I think that I think the belief you can see the belief in the players that you know, you know that it, they just kept on going. And I think that people can see that people can see that desire, and you know, I mean, a lot of you know the players a lot better than I do, um, but you can feel that you can feel that when you when you're there overlooking the dugout and that and 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 watching the game, you know, spread out in front of you, you, you can see that, that desire. What I was going to say was, Gary Elphick is making good substitutions. He's making, he's putting the, he's, that's something that's really changed. Aggie was beginning to really get the yips with his substitutions, I think. What, leaving it too long, yeah? Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and in my opinion, um, Sat on his sofa here. Do you know what Clint Eastwood said about opinions? Opinions are like assholes. Everyone's got one. Indeed, indeed. But but some work. But some are more valid than others. They are, and more prominent. Yeah, but no, he's making good subs. I mean, again, the subs yesterday. um, Only black long throw substitution. Tactical genius. 
the long throw substitution really does work when it comes on as a tactic like that. It's different. It's not oh, just... <laughs> moving it the goalpost. Classic. It, it's better than just. The, it's classic. better than the endless carpet bombing that they get used to and deal with. And Kenny Pogue coming on in the middle made a difference. Mm. And Dave Martin, the way he can just cross a ball from in front of a defender makes a difference and take a corner. And he's choosing his subs to to freshen things up and change the game a bit. And I think that's that. Well, I know I I I think that's a factor, and I, I think there's lots of things there to to be positive about. Mm. And I, I said something mean about the main stand. I've actually think the main stand's been quite positive since all this has happened. They have been quite good. And there's been a bit of noise from there. There's not much. Yeah, the mask has to leave and we walk through there because the tunnel's out. <laughs> uh, any any other thoughts on a, a one? Oh, actually, talking of um, celebrations, I've just been sent a picture from CJ. I don't know if you remember, but it, that goal celebration at the end, he buggered his leg up. He sent me a picture of a very purple and black leg um, <laughs> that he's got. He's in agony. Um, poor bugger. But, I mean, he, he said it was worth it at the time. I'm not, uh, I'm not sure if it is now, but, yeah. Oh, it's a fantastic congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> well, best, best wishes to you, CJ. Hope it doesn't yeah, exactly. slow down shagging. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Can always do it on one leg, CJ. Also, best wishes to Dean Pogue, who's uh, not been able to get to games. I've had a little bit of interaction with him. Uh, and um, may we see him at the pilot field as soon as we can. Um, chaps, uh, any more about this game or shall we move on to the games coming up at Haywards Heath? Quick All round perfect day, Rob. All round perfect. It was, yeah. Beer bottle and a late winner. Ah, oh, can't get any better than that. Actually, chaps, oh, I had to go, but like um, you had some interaction with the players afterwards. Um, what was their feelings? They were, they were they seemed positive, they seemed happy, they all seemed good, they were just... Yeah. Oh, you lot, you lot too drunk to talk to them then or something? Well, a chat, but it was just normal ones. Oh, it was all private, private conversations, I understand. Yeah, we were like, well, yeah, we're so, we yeah. fucking laverick, don't we? Yeah, we all hit the podcast. Yeah, fucking, yeah, hate, I know, fucking laverick, <laughs> wanker, yeah, and all that. Yeah, I know, I know. Oh, and, uh, okay. Um, but yeah, so we're moving on to Haywood's Heath. So Haywood's Heath, if you don't mind, we'll move on to Haywood's Heath. Yeah, we're good, yeah, we're good. We'll pay for it this time. This is, we, well, this is the whole point of this podcast this week, it is... Why should I pay to get into Haywards? No, it isn't, right? It isn't that. Haywards Heath, cracking game. Another cracking game. This is, you know, if we, if we could turn them over, I think our season's back on fire. I mean, it's already all right now. But, like, if we could we'd get a result there, I mean, I don't know what you guys think, but... Well, four wins in a bounce and, and knocking one of our playoff rivals, potential title rivals, down and be fantastic. Yeah, we're, we're, a, we're, a, we're, a, we're a literally... One are we one place under the playoffs now? I think. Yeah, one place. We've got we've got a couple of games down on some teams, but um, yeah, yeah we, we're we're a bit behind. But I, I still stand by that what I said before the game yesterday that the Sittingbourne game for me is bigger than the Hayward Heath game because it is a home home game against a team mid table who are doing all right. They're doing better than they have done in previous seasons, and that's the game that we we got to win. It was a it was a must win. I don't. I don't feel Hayward Heath is as much of a must-win as last night was. And we've got that job done, so we've got that positivity going into that. And you joke about the main stand, Chris, but what those home wins are doing now is just when we were going through a bit of a mini, mini crisis. Yeah, is it's kept the home fan interest as well because 
there's the hardcore, then there's the then there's another group that take it up to about maybe four or five hundred. Then then beyond that, it's it's Hastings are doing well, therefore we'll go along, and that and that those wins are crucial for keeping that seven eight hundred people coming through the door as well. So it's a you know makes difference, keeps keeps everything ticking, mm-hmm. and the people keep coming, and it will keep on going. Things like last night, it'll just keep on going because of that. Oh, you've always got to love a last-minute winner. I mean, oh god, it, it, when a game's yeah. when a game's shit and you and you win in the last minute, it just doesn't matter. It's it, it's actually better sometimes than playing well. Mm. Any other thoughts, guys? I mean, we've got, we've also got um, God, we have, we've got a few games going. We've got Chichester at home as well, aren't we? On the Tuesday. Well, with with Yeah, so with Hayward Teeth, I think we we might be playing them at just the right time. So I think their forms dropped massively their last sort of three, four, five games. So in terms of form, in terms of form, we've got nine points from the last six games and they've got 10 points from the last six games. And in that time, they've lost in the league to Hive, who are shit. And they they lost as well to Faversham as well. 3-1 to Faversham, who are, you know, average team in this division. So yeah, they're not, they're not doing that yeah, I think they, they just started losing a few, haven't they? Because they were winning from the beginning of the season. I'm sure they've... I think you're right there, Leon. I think that... Um, yeah, could be. It could be perfect timing, Leon. Let's hope that, mate. Their last mm. four games, right? Their last four games. Lost to Faversham. Yep. Lost to Hive. Yep. Lost to uh, Brighton. Must be the Sussex Cup. 6-0. Yeah. Okay. And they, they drew against Cray Valley which away, which is a decent result. Mm. But, um, yeah, no win... No win in the last four games. Our record, I mean, we've beaten Burgess Hill, Three Bridges and Sittingbourne. So our record against crap commuter towns is very good. (laughs) (laughs) So that's quite promising. (laughs) Uh, Are you saying Hayward Heath is a crap commuter town? I am saying that. I'm happy to go on record as saying that. There's no cafe in the centre. It's shocking. So, yeah. All the chance for me to open up the first of my franchise. (laughs) (laughs) Will it help (laughs) Oral? Yeah, I mean, uh, Hayward Teeth, I don't know how everyone's getting there. Is the, uh, if anyone's listening to this, train station wise, if you're getting off at Hayward Teeth, how far is it from the ground? It's a bollocks walk. It's a bit of a trek. 20 minutes? Nah, like forever. Oh, really? It's like through a park bullshit. Occasionally a pub, you can find one. I mean, it's, it's walkable. Like, it's not... But don't do it. Don't do don't it. Do it. <laughs> or, or turn up at half 11. And, also, like, and, you, and you won't want to walk back through that through the park in the dark so you can't see where you're going, which is a bit of a... We made that mistake last time when I fell oh, down and sank. Yeah. I think their firm might be waiting in the park for <laughs> <laughs> it's a 20. It's a 25-minute walk. 25-minute walk. 25-minute walk. Oh, OK. Well, OK. Well, right, well, well, I've got my coronavirus bloody booster jab on Saturday, haven't I? So oh, I got one on Friday the tenth. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Are, you, are you not there, Andy? No, no. So I won't be. I'm afraid. No. So the eloquence levels will be down. I'm afraid. Oh, dear. <laughs> Is that what the booster's for? Give you more eloquence. Is that where you're going? You're getting into some vocabulary. It's like a thesaurus, but liquid. 
Yeah. yeah. Before we finish, I must mention, because you don't know who listens to this, who listens to the, the forums and all this crap, I must clap in Robbie for more horns than fans comment. I, 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 that was a good song you started up, Robbie. Well done. <clears throat> you were correct. That horn blower was very annoying. <clears throat> yeah. It sounds like they were just getting behind Hastings, to be fair. It did. It really did. It was very bizarre. And obviously, we also got a one a wonderful rendition of he's got the best tackle in the league from Johnny Wills. Johnny, well done, Johnny Wills. There was, there, was, there was one very constipated sort of um, groan of yellows, I think. I think that was like which I heard came sort of drifting up on the wind from from the from behind the goal. That was about that was about as the best they got. I, I thought there there was a good chance. I think it came from Ralph, actually. It was get... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It was riding about on the fourth floor. It was get your red card out for the boys, wasn't it? <laughs> I thought that yeah. was good. Yeah, no, that was funny. Oh, Ralph well, was the ref actually team. did book someone for time wasting, didn't he? Oh, oh. about the four, four times of wasting a throw-in. Yeah. It was like, all oh, right, I've got to book you now. Yeah, I didn't think he was too bad. I you know, maybe I was... Oh, it was excruciating. <laughs> Mr. Stonewall handball. It can't be handball. He gestures like arms were like, he hit it like this. Exactly how a handball would be. Yeah, but that it was absolutely. Up... Sorry, it was it was absolutely wonderful to see most of the abuse the keeper was getting was from children. Um, that was <laughs> yeah, that was wonderful. it. And the, <laughs> and the and the um and actually their keeper at the end applauding applauding our home end was was classy as well. Um, yeah, it was a good, everything about last night was was brilliant. It was a perfect evening at the football. There was my moment um, before the red card was dished out where the keeper turned around and said, like, yeah, that was that was a bad challenge. That was a bad challenge. And some, like, 12-year-old was telling him to fuck off. And he said, oh, I'm agreeing with you. It was a bad challenge. It was 12-year-old. <laughs> it was like, 12-year-old it? Yeah, and the keeper's like, oh, whatever then. No. <laughs> <laughs> he was telling us it was yellow. He was like, yellow. But it definitely is yellow. Though. It was a bad challenge. It was a yellow. It was a yellow. Yeah, you just these 12-year-olds, eh? <laughs> <laughs> the future's bright. Yeah. Future <laughs> Hastings. Yeah. Well, listen, lads. Uh, should we leave it there? I thought Finn has played well in the games he's played so far. Yeah. Even though he does look like he's off neighbours in the eight in the eighties. Right. It's a little bit, and um, obviously the announcement of the program was confirmed. We will find out about the ground on the eighth of December. Oh, that's true. Yeah. So yeah. Lost mention, Kane Penn as well. Kane, great game. Uh, and also, just a big shout out to the mighty, mighty Quinn that is Bob Quinn. He is off to Pastures New soon and he writes wonderful reports. I don't care what uh, a certain flat white Andy says. He <laughs> writes great reports on Hastings United. Um, he's a top bloke and he's he's moving away very soon. Um, yeah. So, um uh, he can have the criticism. <laughs> he, yeah, he's just he's driven away. He's driven he, away. He's moved to the nearest Audi. On the, <laughs> I can't believe he's taken it that badly. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's no, he's uh, no, he's just, he's moved not for that reason, Andy. Um, but Chris, yeah, go on. Just um, can you make sure you bring something Saturday? Go on. This because you're going to need to pay to get in, mate. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> Make sure you bring some money, mate. You absolutely yes. get out of it. Milked it for long enough. 
I've got one game out of it. One game. Hey, was Heath, it's better than being sort of coerced into going to a fat boy slim gig. I always think of those poor NHS workers that are told they've got a free ticket to a fat boy slim gig. And I think, well, how do you feel? Not for yeah, they, they've already got access to free drugs. Why are they going to a fat boy slim gig? <laughs> <laughs> Not anymore. Not anymore. Uh, I think the only drugs, days are gone, mate. Boy, only drugs that are fat boy slim gig would be Sanatogen or something like that. <laughs> Tonic wine. See, and on that note, yeah, on that, yeah. that beautiful note from uh, the boys. Um, listen, thank you very much, Flat White Andy, lo- uh, lovely Leon, Robbie, Johnny Wills, and Georgie. Thanks so much, guys. Take care, and um, I think I'll be seeing you at the game. That's it for another week, Use fans, and it's been a much better week all round. Not just the results, but the spirit and never say die is back. Remember, if you want any questions, got any feedback, or want in on one of our weekly roundtables, the way to contact the show is, as ever, on email at hufcpod at gmail.com or on the Twitter, which is at hufcpodcast. This podcast comes out on multiple platforms. For great video content, go to our YouTube channel. Chop full of the video interviews from this podcast. There's just tons of content. Give it a look, a comment or a like. But please, please, please subscribe. It's all free. And the links to all of these ways of listening to the show are in the description. All that's left for me to say is, I've been your host, Chris Laverick. Hope you have a good week and see you at the game.